Welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. Hello, 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 everybody. Hello, everyone. We are Whiskey and Wonder. We're back. We are. Made it another week. Another one bites dust. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll get into that later in uh, when we have our... Uh, Oh, I just realized that's this, and that's what would be there. Um, when we do our open segment. My name's okay. Tyler. I'm uh, distracted trying to do some software stuff behind the scenes. All right. I'm Megan, and I just nearly threw my phone across the room. Impressive. <laughs> um, and we are Whiskey and Wonder. We are a podcast or a, yeah, a podcast. <laughs> we are, yeah. Yep, we're a we're podcast. podcast. And, We've been uh, doing this. This is episode 63, <laughs> over a year, yep. plus all the specials. Uh, we are a podcast, and every week we uh, get together, we review a whiskey, and we teach the other something that has made us wonder, so something that is uh, interesting in some way or another. Um, and uh been doing this for 60-some episodes, and I'm still not great at it. Nah, neither <laughs> am I. That gives it, uh, that's the spice. It gives it some it, flavor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so we're going to jump into announcements today. Um, basically check the store on the website, whiskeywonder.com slash shop. We still have whiskey glasses. If you want to pick those up, you can get it there. Uh, they have our logo on them. Uh, if you haven't seen, um, the only other thing, and hopefully by now we're a month in, so hopefully everybody knows we have started releasing episodes later in the week. Uh, just because of the way my schedule usually falls, it's usually Wednesday night. Um, so if you like to listen to them, you know, we have been releasing them Monday mornings. Now we started releasing them Wednesday evenings. So you can listen to it Thursday morning. If you want early access, if you still want to get them on Monday, uh, go sign up for our Patreon. We give early access to all our Patreon subscribers. Mm -hmm. So you guys get it on, uh, Old school, regular Monday times. So. Yep, yep. So we, we're we happy to keep offering that to folks that do want it on Monday. It's just a $5 a month, you know, subscription, and it helps us buy the whiskeys and upgrade equipment and, you know, stuff like that to yeah. keep this going, get yep. better. Um, You can find us on all the social medias. All that social media stuff is going to be in the description. Uh, if you do want to reach out to us and send us an email, give us some feedback or suggest a topic, suggest a whiskey, whatever, tell us how you liked one of the whiskeys we tried, uh, contact at whiskeyandwonder.com uh, or you can just go to the contact page there and leave a message. However, however you want to do it, there's no wrong way, um, just as long as you do contact us. Correct. Um, that's the right way. You can find us on YouTube uh, if you want to see a video version of this. Um, I've been meaning to work more on the production, but life has just gotten in the way. Make it a little more entertaining, a little more bells and whistles that pop up on the screen. And, you know, life just gets in the way sometimes. It does. So uh, if you do want to check us out on YouTube, uh, just search Whiskey and Wonder. Um, you can always check us out at whiskeyandwonder.com. And if you want to get early access, uh, like I said, subscribe to our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash whiskey and wonder. Um, everything else you can see in the 
uh, show notes if you want to donate or you want to see us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Or if you want to email me or Megan individually, you know, all that, all that stuff is down there. Yep. Yep. Um, I guess the last thing to talk about before we jump into the episode today is just, again, we want to thank everybody that does support us, that is a Patreon subscriber or does donate. And, you know, we appreciate that. The people that listen, that subscribe, that like, we were just kind of every little bit, everything counts. It's amazing. Um, every little bit you guys do to keep us up there and get us recognition and yeah, everything. We, Uh, we were just talking about one of our videos that has a bunch, a lot more views than most, um, right before we came on the air. And it's one of those things where YouTube and these, um, Apple podcasts, Apple podcasts and Spotify, all your, all your podcast players, they all rely on algorithms. So the more that we're rated highly, the more that we're reviewed and thumbs up and, you know, the more people that subscribe on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast, the the more it recommends our podcast. So definitely you know, like subscribe. I hate to sound so cliche, but that really helps us it out. It really does. So um, please do also tell your friends word of mouth. If you, yeah. if you know somebody that likes whiskey, tell them if you know somebody that likes history, tell them mm-hmm. if you know somebody that likes whiskey and history, definitely tell them. Yes. <laughs> so, um, On that note, we'll just go on and get right into it. The open segment. All right. All right. Another one bites the dust. (laughs) Um, So for my work, my my day job, my my nine to five, uh, we have a lot of machines that measure uh environmental oh how can i say it without giving away what i do pollutants in the environment i'll just say they measure pollutants in the environment and they're very complicated machines and for whatever reason in the last six months uh, it's just been one after another after another going wrong and we're having to squeeze in all the regular maintenance and all the regular uh, like, you know, the annual maintenance and the quarterly maintenance and the the biannual maintenance, all that's got to be squeezed in there as well. And it just, like I said, every week I go into work, something else breaks or we go to do mm. maintenance and it just screws up. Doing the maintenance screws it up somehow because these things are so finicky. And it ends up, to make a long story short, uh, we've had an instrument that's fairly important. It's been down for several months now because we had to send it off to the manufacturer to get it replaced. In the process, they sent us a new, we ordered a new instrument, a different model instrument that measures the same thing, but in a different way. And so there's naturally there's a learning curve associated with this new technology. And my boss is kind of, uh, uh, without getting too much into details, she's, she's basically just been like, Hey, look, we need to get this going. Y'all need to, we, we got the original piece of equipment back and the new piece. We've been working on learning the new piece and it's just been slow because we're having to work with the company that 
designed it, that manufactures it, and they're based in California. So we have about with with the way our lunch breaks work, the timing, we have about four hours typically that we can communicate with them each work day. So it's just a slow, tedious process. Ugh. Anyway, she based my boss was basically like, You gotta you guys gotta get one of these up, either the old one or this new one. Like it, y'all need to get this up yesterday. Yeah. So we were so close with the first one and she basically told us to start working on the old one. Um, <laughs> but you were almost done. I know. Oh no. Well, it come to find out the way these machines work, there's one machine that kind of, there's a bunch of machines that work together and there's one that essentially provides a calibration standard for the others. And that was what we were having issues with, with that one machine that we were so close to. Turns out it was the other machine that, that provides the calibration for all the other machines that was screwing up. So now it has effectively shut down both the machines my boss wanted us to get and itself. So that oh, we went no. from having... Yeah, it, it's oh, just... No. It's just Knowing what you do, anyway, yeah. Knowing what you do, I'm a kind of um, scared, a little nervous. Uh, don't be. We we have. <clears throat> this is just one site. We have multiple sites. Okay, good. Throughout throughout the county. Um, okay, good. I feel better now. <laughs> um, but with that being said, I because everything has been constantly breaking. It's very demoralizing. Yeah. And it's, especially when you're kind of on a deadline, you know, to get something fixed and then something just like, think like a wrestler just comes in with his finishing move and just <laughs> blows it all up. And, and it's just like, you can't do anything but laugh and smile. And as I was like leaving Friday, cause this happened, of course, within the last hour of the work week last Friday. I'm just sitting there. Another one bites the dust (laughs) and another one's gone and another one. I'm just sitting there singing it to myself because it's like that machine's gone. That machine's gone. And it took this other machine. So great. Three in one swoop. Oh no. We should have just not fucking. Well, no, we had to. I mean, yeah, but damn. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's been my life and I have to, Oh, I have to go back to it tomorrow, and I'm not looking forward to it, frankly. Bright and early but, in the morning. Yeah, but on the bright side, we start teleworking this week on February 1st, so that means I won't have to get up bright and early except on Wednesdays and Fridays. Okay, that's nice then. Yeah, I just wish it wasn't Friday because that's the night I work at the bar. That means I'm going from 5.30 till basically 1 in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's a long-ass day. Yeah, and I get, I literally come home. I have to drive 45 minutes home mm-hmm. right past the bar. I have to drive an extra 20 minutes past the bar like, to come home, mm-hmm. to let Bo out, to change my shirt, to feed Bo, and then go right back to the bar. And I get about 10 minutes to oh, do all that. Time. No, I get oh, 10, 10 minutes, minutes at to just... home to do all that. Oh, God, so you don't even get any yeah, time. Yeah, I, I leave work at 4. I have to be back at the bar at 5.30. It's a 30-minute drive from here to the bar. So I have to leave here at 5, and I usually get home 
about 445, 450. That sounds so, awful. Yeah, it's a tight squeeze. I, I just, uh, you know, is what it is. Yeah, well, We're I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, I do have more to talk about, but I don't know if you want to chit chat for a little while. Um, uh, really the only thing in my life to update you guys on is, uh, Daenerys, the, the cat. Um, so, uh, she had a really, really bad, scary day on, uh, Wednesday, I believe it was, um, where I was concerned like it was mm. it was the end um and i knew we had a few more medications and stuff to try that we were going to be trying this upcoming week um but i got in contact with my vet and i said can we start them early and see what happens and she said yeah um and knock on wood for the past 3 days that she's been on those medications it's been a complete 180. Yeah. She's eating. Um, Good. She's like playing. She's purring and sunbathing and doing all the stuff that she normally does. She's not not hiding, not trying to be away from us. Um, so those medications have been a huge help. So now she is on, uh, she's on a total of four medications, mm. three that she takes um, twice a day, every day. And then the fourth one is basically a cat version of morphine that we will give her on uh, bad days. Um, and we're just taking everything one step at a time. But it's been really nice the past couple of days having the cat we know and love, like just acting like herself. That's yeah been very good for morale. We're good. I'm glad. Glad there's something that uh, to be done is not the right phrase, but. That can help her out. It's helping, yeah. yeah. It's keeping her her quality of life good. Yeah. Because once that's gone, it's yeah. no fun anymore. That's, uh, well, you know, uh, that, I don't really know what to say other than just I'm glad it's, glad glad there's some improvement well, than, than just thank you. constant, yes. constant bad, yeah. badness and suffering. So Yeah, that I will. I'll keep you guys updated on uh, everything that's going on, and we'll keep on keeping on. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Not to transition to from something somber to something not as somber. I mean, <laughs> we want to cheer cheer up the room. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Well, so, uh, my birthday was last week, as we mentioned last week, and I ended up. So I know you. I met you through some friends. Yes. And did you, are you aware that one of those friends has the same birthday as me? No. Who is the same? Elizabeth. Really? Yeah. My, me and Elizabeth share the same birthday. I did not know that. Yeah, so uh, my friend who I met in college started dating Megan's friend who she worked with. Yep. And... um. You know, we uh, we all kind of yeah. became friends. Just you know, you know how life works like that. Yeah. Anyway, so they had a little shindig. birthday dinner. Yeah, yeah. that's literally the word I was going to use is shindig uh, <laughs> last night. And Melfry, 
Oh, I probably shouldn't have said the name well. Hi, Melfrey. Hey, Melfrey. Hey, Elizabeth. <laughs> I just, you know, threw your names out there. Melfrey uh, is a big, big time beer drinker, but not a huge whiskey person. Okay. Um, but he's definitely expressed an interest in wanting to try them. Wanting okay. to try it. So we went over last night and I took a bottle and a half and it was me, Melfrey, and one other one of his friends uh, who was a really cool guy. Uh, he was really interested in the podcast. So oh, cool. if you're listening, if you're listening, hello. Shout out. Uh, I don't know if you want me to say your name or not. So hello, new friend. <laughs> yes. Hello. Um, anyway, so I took the Angel's Envy. Okay. The one, the, uh, the um, rum barrel aged rye, because I knew that was kind of sweet. Okay. And I knew Melfrey yeah. is not huge yeah, you into don't, whiskeys. You don't want to throw a 110 proof at him. And then I took something that I would enjoy oh, no. that we have not done on the podcast yet, but I have dipped into the bottle and I knew it was good. I knew it was cheap. And so I snagged another bottle and took it over there. The three of us went through... All of it in about four hours. <laughs> Did you have a hell of a hangover this morning? Uh, it was pretty bad until I got some McDonald's and some water in me. Yeah, like I woke up this morning still drunk. Oh, God. And I just want to say thanks to like Shelby and I had a moment because me and Melfrey and our other friend were sitting there chatting and drinking around their little bar area in the kitchen and uh, the ladies were in uh, the dining room playing some kind of board game or something. And like, I just kind of like Shelby was facing me mm-hmm. and I, I really couldn't see anybody else, but I just looked up. Were there two Shelby's? No, there no, there was one. Okay. But, no, this was early in the night. Oh, okay. I, I think I was on like my second finger of whiskey at that point. Okay. And I just kind of looked at her, made eye contact and I don't think she could understand what I was trying to, conveyed to her so we ended up texting but i was just like hey uh because they had made uh some kind of mixture of champagne caramel apple vodka and something that was very sweet and very i mean it was dangerous dangerous yeah Mm, but i saw shelby had had a glass of that and so i was like do I need to stop now? Do you need to like what, Some, one of us one needs, of us to, needs stop. to stop? Yeah. <laughs> um, and she was like, no, you, this is all I'm having. You go ahead. So thanks Shelby for driving. Thank you Shelby yes. for being the DD. Yes. Um, that, it, I, that was, that was, uh, so I know, I know you're a big guy. I know Melfrey is a big guy. Is this other dude a big guy or no, he was, uh, no, he wasn't. Nearly as big. He was much more in shape than Melfrey and I. Um, I wasn't saying you guys are out of shape. I just meant like. Yeah, no, I I, I get what you're saying. No, like if was, I didn't know you were Melfrey, Melfrey and we were like walking towards each other, like on a street, I'd cross the street for both of you guys. Yeah? Uh, I wouldn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mean mugged. <laughs> Damn, I mean mugged people. All right. Um, <laughs> if I didn't know you guys like yeah. that, I'd cross the street. Um, I'm also a chicken shit. No, he, he just seemed like an average dude. Okay, um, that's a lot of whiskey to go through for. Well, three. we'll we'll talk more off air about it. I don't want to. 
I don't want to broadcast. <laughs> but I will just say okay. that we'll just say that two of us drank most of it. Oh, and one of us handled it a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just leave it at that. Okay. So we'll leave it at I'll, that. I'll tell you more off air. I look forward to it. <laughs> uh, just remind me when we get done. Okay. Other than that, um, it's been the same old, same old. My Christmas tree's still up because yes, it I is. am. I can confirm. I did not put it up. Shelby put it up. I didn't want to put it up. And well, I don't Shelby, want, you need I, to come take it down. I don't want to take it down. She's not going to. She's not? No, I guarantee you. Are just going to leave it up for the whole year? No. I planned to take it down this weekend, but I ended up spending the whole weekend at Shelby's house because I got drunk last night and didn't come home. Fair. So just, shit like that keeps happening. Well, but I will let you guys know if you ever, if uh, we ever have a Christmas treeless entryway it'll be down before i go on vacation okay speaking of me on vacation we got to figure that out too yes we do so we'll yes, talk we about do. that off air anyway is that soon uh yes i believe that is like um, a couple months still right no no today's the 30th uh-huh week and a half Okay. You're gonna have to do two weeks in a row. Okay. Because you'll you'll have to do or next week is yours. Next week and then the week after. And then the week after I'll be gone. But you'll be back for the following week. I'll be week. back for the following week. So I'll I'll plan to do one that week. Okay. Well shit, no, I want you here for that one. Damn it. Okay, I'm gonna have to think about what I want to do. Okay. Because well, there's a thing I know is gonna be two parts, but I want I want you here for it. I want your reaction. Okay. So well, damn it, I'm not gonna be able to do that one. Okay. I I am sorry. Um All right. So yes, I'll be on vacation in Hawaii uh, the night through the sixteenth. So I'll be here <laughs> in Charlotte, where it's probably going to be cold. Yep. Sorry. Anyway, that's enough of what's been going on in our life. Let's let's, let's move, move on. on. Get this thing cranking. Opening the bottle. I tried. I'm very I'm, off tempo. Yeah, I know. I'm getting to the point where I'm trying to time it, and it's a struggle. I'm going to also, again, I've not been good, and I have busted into this bottle, but only once, and it's been over a month, so. All right. Uh, I don't remember. This is a company that we have uh, drank from before, but this is not a uh, whiskey we've had before. Uh, this is a four roses, four roses. Um, what is this? Single barrel. Thank you, single barrel. I was going to say select barrel, but I knew that wasn't right. We have done the four roses small batch. Yes. In episode. It's been a minute. It has been. It was episode. Don't tell me. Uh, 50. We gave Small Batch a 7. You gave it a 7. I gave it a 6. And we had Friend Morgan on for that episode, and she oh. gave it a 7. Hey, Friend Morgan. Hey, Friend Morgan. Shout out. Hope you guys are doing fine. Yeah, I saw them the other day. They have uh, some wine for us. We need oh, to, yeah? We need to remember that. Anyway. um, So, Four Roses. Again, it all began when Paul Jones Jr., the founder of Four Roses Bourbon, became smitten by the beauty of a southern belle. 
It is said that he sent a proposal to her, and she replied that if her answer were yes, she would wear a corsage of roses on her gown to the upcoming grand ball. Paul Jones waited for her answer excitedly on that night of the grand ball. When she arrived in her beautiful gown, she wore a corsage of four red roses. He later named his bourbon, Four Roses, as a symbol of his devout passion for the lovely Belle, a passion he thereafter transferred to making his beloved Four Roses bourbon. So, oh, sweet, savvy, yay. Uh, this single barrel is, um, it's won several awards. Let's see, in 2021, it took silver at World Whiskey's Awards. Um, and 2020, it uh, won the Tried and True Award at the Ultimate Spirits Challenge. Um, let's see, 2019, it won, um, a tried and true award at the ultimate spirits competition and it won double gold at the cigar and spirits world competition. So it's, it's got quite a few, uh, acolytes under its belt going all the way to 2008 when it first took the gold medal in the San Francisco world spirits competition. So one thing about four roses for everybody out there, and just to, just to let you guys know, this is hundred proof and it is, it should run you about, um, 50, 50 bucks. You shouldn't really pay more than 50, $60 for this bottle. Uh, that is, that is something that I want to start getting out there. There are too many people that are paying, Way, too, Way much. too much. Like, uh, for instance, Pappy Van Van Winkle, the 20-year, 20, 20 is a very, very rare whiskey to find. The MSRP on that is $200. Mm-hmm. People are selling it for 1000 to 1200 to two grand. Oh, my yeah. like, God. Like, when All people right. pay that much for it, it when there's the de- people are willing We've to talked pay about that. before. Exactly. Supply and demand. Exactly. So talked about that numerous times. Don't overpay for whiskeys, otherwise the prices will never come down. So exactly. I'm gonna try to give people what they should, should ideally pay, be ideal paying. Range. So. That's actually a really good idea. Yes. And something that you should follow for all walks of life. Do not overpay for anything. Uh otherwise the whole it it's gonna go up uh everywhere. If if everybody does if everyone it will, does it. Yes. Yes. Um now, the other thing I want to say about Four Roses is uh, it seems to be that there are four common whiskeys that, that, and I say common as in like everybody can probably find these uh, in their local store fairly regularly. And you have your regular Four Roses, which we have not done. We have, the uh, then you have the next step up from that is the Four Roses a uh, small batch, which we have done. That was the one we mentioned earlier we have done. The next step up from that is the Four Roses small batch select. And then above that is the Four Roses single barrel, what we have tonight. So I'll go ahead and give you guys a spoiler alert. So tune out for the next 10 seconds. Um, we have Four Roses small batch select in the cabinet, and we'll be doing that on a future episode. 
So we will have all but the lowest at some point soon. All right, tune back in. <laughs> um, wow. So I, I'm getting a few different smells, but like the reason why I keep going back to smell it is because I'm getting a memory. And I, I'm <laughs> I, it, there was something I ate in my childhood. I can't remember if it was, it, it, anyone in Colorado, um, who's been to Elitch Gardens. I specifically have this memory. I was at Elitch Gardens and at Elitch's. I'm sure people are going to get annoyed at me that I'm saying Elitch Gardens. It's Elitch's for locals. Um, and I remember eating whatever this thing is that I'm smelling there. Um, when you first go into the amusement park, there's like this, it's like a covered giant room and there's like little tiny shops and like things along the side. Um, and I was there and I, I ate whatever this thing I'm smelling is. And I, for the life of me, cannot remember what it was that I ate. I can see it in my head. It's like a square, um, it's like fudge in consistency. Um, but like chewy or hard? I like have you ever had like fudge fudge? Like Yeah, I had fudge the other week. Okay, so it's like it's, it's like soft. Fudge. It's not like it's, brittle or toffee or something. Yeah, not brittle, not it's like really soft, easy to bite into, okay. to swallow. Um it's tan in color. So it's like a fudge that's Tan or beige in color. Maybe it's caramel fudge. That's not caramel. Mm. I cannot for the life of me remember the flavor, but I see it clearly in my head. Um, and that's so rare for me because like I have horrible memory. Um, Side note, it's very interesting how memories and tastes can take can, you back to places, yes, you know? Yeah, right? Um no, wait, did I say did I say memories? Like smells and tastes. Sm- yeah, it yeah. smell yeah, smells, smells and tastes taste can trigger that can memory. Trigger memories yeah. that take you back to places. Yeah. I knew what you meant. I was yeah. I picked up what you were putting down. I appreciate that. Um but that has me so hung up on like what in the hell is this thing that I had at Elich's? Um So while you think on that, what I smell in this immediately, I get vanilla. A little bit of vanilla or um, toffee, a subtle amount of sweetness. I definitely get uh, burn, and it's more of a peppermint type of smell. So that's kind of the burn I would assume it's going to be is pepperminty. Like I said, I have had this before, but I don't remember. Truthfully, um, it's been over a month. I also get a like a crisp... I don't know if it's like a floral kind of apple-y smell or if it's just like a just floral in general. Like I said, I don't, I've never really smelt that many flowers, so I don't, I'm not good at picking out specific flowers, but that's basically what I'm smelling. Um, I'm so hung up on whatever this thing is that I ate on Elitch's that I'm like having a fight to pick anything else out. Um, and I wish I could tell you what in the hell that thing is that I ate because that's what I smell. Um, all I know, it's a 
candy or it's a sweet of some sort. Um, and uh, that's about all I can give you guys. I'm sorry. Um, I, I just went to either just like website to try and figure this out. And I, it's there been, is nothing about, oh, there's a, there's a dining thing. It's been years too. Mm. It, it's been years. They got funnel cakes and dipping dots and everything you find in an amusement park. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. God, I don't even, I honestly don't even know it was something that was sold at Elitch's or like something a friend brought. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, damn. It's like that, huh? Yeah. It's like that. I just remember being there and eating it. Yeah, I don't see anything that looks remarkably at all like what you're describing on their website. So I don't know. Um, all right, so... Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I... Megan's broken. She can't smell anything but her past. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Um, we are supposed to be smelling dried spice, pear, Ooh. cocoa, vanilla... And maple syrup. Well, at least I got vanilla right, guys. <laughs> it's a bourbon. Yeah. So if there wasn't vanilla, I'd be worried. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, I definitely am getting vanilla. And now that I'm looking for it, I can get the pear. I, I can get maple. I think maple is part of whatever it was I was eating. Is it a maple fudge? That doesn't sound right, but it's possible it was a maple fudge. Like the, if you've ever had like a maple frosted donut, it's like that type of maple that like sweet, okay. like frosting maple, not like a syrup maple, more like a candy maple. Um, Tyler, what do you think? You're so I just tasted it, and I'm finding that I pretty much have to throw out the first. The first taste because all it does is burn. Uh, I'm finding that with anything over a hundred proof or so. Um, I did notice that it warmed me from within. It went down and then it came back in warmth. Um, it was it left a sweetness on my tongue the second time. Um, but now as it's it's been a few minutes, it's a little more earthy, a little more muted flavor. I don't get the sweet sitting on my tongue as much. Um, I do agree with throwing out the first sip because it burns. And um, I need to start putting like uh, antacids in my purse to take with me every uh, Sunday because I know we have a lot of these coming up, a lot of high proofs. I just, I I feel the indigestion, the acid in my heart. So I know it's going to be painful later. Um. The second sip, it is very, very tart initially. Like when it first hits my tongue, I would say it's a very tart. Um, I don't, it's not like a tart apple. That's not correct, but it, it's tart, like like a sweet tart. Um, I, I don't get, get that at all. No, not no. at all. Mm-mm. Huh, it's, okay. It's more sweet and then it settles into like a oaky, flavor see i'm i get the settling into a sweet oaky flavor but the initial like the the liquid hits my tongue as tart i don't know maybe it's just me there's also uh definitely a peppery spice in it um 
it kind of, uh, like I said, it mutes after that first sip. Um, but there's definitely a lot there. of a lot more fruit than I expected there to be. Um, I'm getting like cherry. Um, cherry's a big one I can pull out. I'm getting maybe some pear, um, maybe some apricot. Um, yeah, I got a little. I can't put my my finger on what exactly it is, but apricot sounds kind of right. It's been so long since I've had an actual apricot. I feel like I need um, to like bring fruit to your house. Oh, I don't. I don't like the texture of most fruits. That's why it's been so long since I've had these fruits. Um, I just swished it under my tongue that time, and it was. I definitely got more fruity flavors. So, what are we supposed to? I forgot I'm supposed to put it under, um, under my tongue. Oh, that's all right. Um, hints of ripe plum and cherries. Mm. Got cherries, right? It's supposed to be robust, full body, and mellow. Robust and mellow. Isn't that an oxymoron? How can it both be robust and mellow? Maybe that it starts robust and it finishes mellow. I don't know. It says this finish is smooth and delicately long. It is long. It's definitely long. I don't know why they have listed it's both robust and mellow as the palette, though. That kind of feels wrong to me. Um, weird. Uh, Excuse me. I definitely get cherries. Um, I guess plum could be one of the fruit I'm tasting. It's definitely a fruity, uh, in my opinion. It's a fruity whiskey. It's not... Um. It's not as candy or dessert-like as some bourbons that we've had. Um, it's not very floral or very earthy. I would definitely label this more on the fruit side of things. Um, and I, uh, um, I don't know. So I just found this is just someone else's review online. Um, but they mentioned... Okay. Uh, the single barrel has apple honey sweetness, apple and honey sweetness with complimentary roasted oak, cinnamon, and cocoa that provide dark undertones and vanilla cream to add a little extra sweetness and richness. Uh, <laughs> I also start to smell some strawberry. Um. That that was the nose. Um, on the flavor, uh, it immediately pops of honey, apple, vanilla sweetness with the oak, cinnamon, and clove coming on the back end with a little heat. So that's that's what somebody else. So one thing I've noticed after doing this for sixty some episodes is there does not seem to be a right way uh, yeah. or a right palate. Yeah. Like it, it seems a lot of this is a. Uh, up to everyone's individual interpretation and feelings because I mean it seems like even the manufacturers and distillers like will put different uh yeah I yeah I know it's yeah. it's completely subjective I just I was curious to see what if uh the actual four roses website uh had anything that's what I was on giving oh, you those flavors you give me those notes yeah Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I said that's very weird. They have both mellow and robust on there. Yeah, that is weird. Huh. Uh, uh, 
Everybody's different. They it are. seems like um, I agree with more what that second one, the, the, you know, person like us that just Joe Schmo reviewing them. Yeah. So what do, what do we know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not much. Yep. Um, all right. Well, we're going to sip on this and dive on into today's topic. All righty. When I find my button. It's time for the wonder segment. I 100% just cleared my throat in the middle of that. (laughs) (laughs) So, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Sometimes I get too focused on what I'm doing on the computer and not as focused on that the microphone's right in front of me. Multitasking is hard. Yes, it is. So. Let's learn. Let me learn something. We're going to learn. I'm going to warn you guys, today's topic is probably... Going to be a little short mm-hmm. just because there wasn't an abundance of information. Okay. So we've both done a few of those. So, yeah. Um, so I don't really have much of an intro for today's topic. Um, since you continued our first series last week, I decided to continue our second series this week. Okay. It's a week of series. So that's right. We're going to pick up where we left off with proposed U.S. states that failed. And we're going to learn about a couple more. And like I mentioned last time, some of these, there's just not a lot of information available on some of them. So um, I actually typically was going to try to do three each time. And some of these were so short, I did four. All right. That's fair. So today we're going to start on the East Coast and work our way out West. Okay. Uh, Our first landing spot is literally on the coast. It is the Delmarva Peninsula. Have you ever heard of Delmarva? Nope. Okay. So I'd never heard of it either. Not until I started researching the last episode, at least. Um, the name Delmarva is a combination of Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. The Delmarva Peninsula is made up of all three states. If you look at a map, it's surrounded uh, to the west by the Chesapeake Bay, and to the north and east by the Delaware Bay, and to the south and east, the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, It basically looks like Maryland's ponytail. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) You are correct. It does look like Maryland's ponytail. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So it's made up of Delaware, Virginia, and Maryland, all of Delaware is actually located on the peninsula. Yep. Well, the west side is primarily dominated by Maryland. It's called Maryland's East Coast. And then the Virginia, Virginia should barely be included because it's only a teeny tiny sliver at the very southern portion that connects to a bridge by a bridge to like Virginia Beach or something. It counts. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, the residents of Delmarva have proposed to become one state several times throughout history, with the earliest attempt coming in November of 1776, so right off the get-go. In this proposal, the residents tried to get a clause passed that would allow them to secede from Maryland and to join Delaware, 
They wanted to get this inserted into the Maryland Declaration of Rights, but the clause was defeated 30 to 17 by legislators. Although it failed, the citizens of Delmarva weren't deterred and tried again, and in 1883, they came much closer when a Delaware proposal stated that the portion of Maryland on the peninsula should be absorbed into Delaware, and it was passed in both the Delaware House and the Senate, and it also passed the Maryland House. But the Maryland Senate didn't pass the proposal, which was the reason it failed. The following year, another proposal was made, but got voted down in the Maryland House this time. So, in 1851, we're going to skip ahead a little while, future Maryland Governor Thomas Hicks led another proposal that would allow Maryland's Eastern Shore to vote uh, on joining Delaware, but it was defeated 51 to 27. So the most recent rumblings, and typically they all wanted to join uh, because they just didn't feel represented by, you'll see that that's a common theme today of of, uh, states, areas being too far away from their state capitals and not feeling accurately represented, feel like they have more in common with the surrounding, you know, states and whatnot. Um, the most recently, recently, the most recent rumblings that I could find uh, about uh, Delmarva came from 1998 when two Maryland senators, Richard Colburn and J. Lowell Stoltzfus, started pursuing the idea again. The two got as far as... Uh, they got so far as to getting lawmakers to pass a bill that allowed the residents of Maryland's eastern shore to decide if they wanted to secede and form the new state of Delmarva. And to the astonishment of the Maryland government, the voters embraced the idea. And Delaware actually agreed to go along with it this time as well. Um, so they began establishing laws and regulations for the new state and they determined that a sales tax similar to the way Maryland uh, Maryland had a sales tax would be adopted in order to repair roads. And Delaware was like, nope, uh-uh, we out. <laughs> nah, JK, nah, nah, you want it. us to give you money? No, mm, no, we're no. not. No, we like our not sales tax. So Delaware dropped out. And over uh, the next several years, uh, counties that fell in the on the east shore of Maryland kind of chose to side with Delaware and secede to Delaware and then back to Maryland and eventually uh, Virginia and Maryland threatened to withhold funding um, or the counties were just dissatisfied with other proposed policies like the sales tax and whatnot. They ended up basically all going back to their original state with the exception of, I believe one County, I think one County flop, uh, flip flop from Maryland to Delaware, but I, I saw it listed as both online. So <laughs> I don't even know what's going on with that County. Frankly, it's kind of it, interesting, but I don't, that County even knows what's going on. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but obviously the idea failed again. Um, but you can still find web pages that are current 
that still have people supporting the Delmarva idea. Which which means there's like someone currently Somebody. paying for these websites to stay up that like want Delmarva. Do you know how fucked so many Americans would be if we added another state? How confused they would get? Well, I feel like if we add another state, they're going to want to keep it even. Um, <clears throat> Puerto Rico should be a state. Puerto Rico doesn't want to be a state. They vote almost every election and they vote it down. Um, I think if we bring another state on, we're going to end up combining some states. The one Carolina. No, 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 no. The Dakotas. Oh. No, nobody likes the Dakotas. Make them, them <laughs> fucking South Dakota. Carolina people. They're, they're fucking insane. True. Uh, uh, hashtag sorry, not sorry. Hashtag truth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've done some work in my time down in South Carolina, and those people just live backwards. <laughs> <laughs> mm, excuse me. Uh, anyway, anybody that's in South Carolina, you know who you are. Megan's <laughs> like, I just can't go along with this. Uh, anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and look at the next failed state, which is goes by a couple names, but is normally called Superior. You want to take a guess where it's at? Is it a Lake Superior? Yeah. Yeah. So if you look at Michigan on a map. I'm just going to have to keep a U.S. map pulled up, aren't I? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. If you look at Michigan on a map, you can see that it's one of the few non-island U.S. states that actually has two separate land masses. you got the regular old mitten-shaped Michigan, mm -hmm. and then you've got the Upper Peninsula, or UP as most call it, or at least most locals. The residents, this is a fun little fact if you're not aware, but the residents that live on the UP are actually called Youpers. Youpers? Y-O-O-P-E-R-S. Youpers. Um, and I've heard people that are actually from Michigan, the mitten part of Michigan, say that they don't claim the Youpers. The Youpers belong to Wisconsin. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's kind of like us in South Carolina, or me in South Carolina at least. I mean, I think that's actually most of North Carolina, South Carolina. So yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Similar to Delmarva, the idea of the Youpers seceding has come up multiple times throughout history. Uh, various names have been floated for this proposed state, but the main ones have been Superior, obviously named after Lake Superior, or Ontonagon and Sylvania. Uh, these thoughts of secession are typically uh, in this area fueled by geographic separation and the belief that the Upers aren't accurately represented by the distant state government of Michigan. Um, Michigan was, this is one of the ones that I couldn't find a ton of information on. Michigan was admitted as a state in 1837, but by 1858, only 21 years, the Upers were dissatisfied with the state government and held a convention in on Tonagon, Michigan, to propose a new state made up of the UP, northern Wisconsin, and northeastern Minnesota. Is Onconadon? On, it's like Ontario. Onto. Ontogon? Onto-na-gon. Okay, is Onto-na-gon on? <laughs> Onto-na-gon. Is Onto-na-gon on the mitten? 
I don't know. That's a good one. Uh, I think it's on the UP. I'll, I'll Google that real quick. Uh, as he Googles that, I was very, very, very close to living in Wisconsin rather than North Carolina. Yeah? Yeah. Would you have been a cheesehead? Probably. Yep. I was going to go to be. Madison U, uh, University of Wisconsin at Madison. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is on the UP. It is, uh, it's right on the coast of Lake Superior, almost oh, wow. near, uh, it's basically Canada <laughs> at that point. Like <laughs> the only the only bit further north you can get is the upper portions of um not Minneapolis, that's the city. Minnesota. And that explains why they wanted northeast Minnesota to be part. Yep. They, They're they like, felt hey, like we that need was you a, too. that was a better representation <laughs> geographically of you, actually, you'll see that that that, uh, that is a common theme is that people like i said they feel abandoned by their their state government they're so far away and they get together with some people from the other state in that region like hey let's do this thing you know um i couldn't really find any reasons why this proposal failed but obviously it did um since that original proposal there have been efforts to secede from the mitten portion uh, and they've continued off and on until about the 1970s, but there was just like one or two sentences on each one, so I didn't feel like it was yeah much worth including. So, all right, I guess the Youpers are uh, stuck. They're content for now. Um, the next one we're going to jump to is Absaroka. 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 All right. All right. It's named after the Absaroka mountain range of the Rocky Mountains uh, and actually means uh, it's Native American for something to do with crows, like like young youngling of the crows or something like that. Um, the state of Absaroka was, quote-unquote, founded in 1939 by ranchers and independent farmers in northern Wyoming, southeastern Montana, and western South Dakota. A man named A.R. Swickard, who was a street commissioner in Wyoming, was one of the leaders and the main leader of the movement. He went so far as to name himself governor, and (laughs) he decided that Sheridan, Wyoming, was going to be the capital. And on top of all that, he began hearing grievances of the local residents. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) Cult, cult, cult. I'm not going to disagree there. Anyway. Um, and in the natural, logical progression of getting to statehood, the next step for them was to make license plates and hold a Miss Absaroka beauty pageant. So uh, the rest of the U.S. is over here like, bro. Yep. <laughs> oh, it gets better. This one's this one's funny. Uh, so the motivation for the the motivation for the secession stemmed from the farmers and ranchers in the Absaroka area, who were all frustrated with not only their state governments, but at this time the federal governments. This was uh, 1939, right during the middle of the depression. They um, 
They had suffered through years of droughts and plagues of grasshoppers, and the residents were not seeing any help from FDR's New Deal. So they were frustrated with the federal government as well. Uh, a group of South Dakota ranchers met with the residents of, or, or met with some residents of Northern Wyoming and realized that they basically agreed on their frustrations and they were unhappy with the way that the federal government and the state governments were handling their needs and they felt abandoned. Um, the Wyoming group was frustrated because their state legislature at the time was controlled by Democrats who were basically basically ignoring them, uh, the state, uh, the legislature is in Cheyenne in Wyoming and they felt that they were only catering to the Southern half of the state. Um, so soon afterwards, the idea spread into Southeastern Montana where it also gained traction and those residents joined the battle to create this new state. Um, so we're going to go back to A.R. Swickard and his group for a minute, these fucking bunch of original morons, the leaders of the movement gathered in the basement of the Rotary Club. A basement. Yeah, in the basement of the Rotary Club in Sheridan. And they created a map of the new state, and they got real creative. (laughs) They drew a straight line from west to east through Wyoming about... (laughs) A third down, they took a square portion of southeastern Montana, and then they took and drew a straight north-south line through South Dakota and took the westmost quarter of South Dakota, and that was it. They didn't get crazy with any boundaries. They just said, here, here, and then this square. That's ours now. So, (laughs) yeah. Um. Interestingly, though... Did they realize they needed the rest of the country to agree to this? (laughs) Oh, it gets better. (laughs) Okay. Interestingly, and these weren't just random... uh, They weren't random choices because Swickard wanted the new state to have tourism as income. So if you look at the boundaries... um. Uh, how do you say it again? Absaroka included Mount Rushmore, the Badlands, and the Black Hills. <laughs> we'll just take all of these. He basically pillaged <laughs> South Dakota for everything it had and was like, all right, goodbye. Uh, and they're just like, Fuck you guys. They're just like, wait, what? <laughs> um, so after the idea gained traction in the media, legislators in Wyoming and Montana were both embarrassed that a secession movement was taking place within their borders. So it it seems like for the most part, the South Dakota wasn't included in this because the governor was, they elected a new governor who was a rancher from that area. And so that alleviated a lot of South Dakota's issues. Okay. So we keep Mount Rushmore. Yeah. 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 They ended up. Okay, you guys, you two fight over it. Yeah, and then Wyoming and Montana were like, oh, man, this is... (laughs) Cousin John's at it again. Oh, God. We all have one of those cousins. Yeah, you know, so (laughs) gets drunk and yelling... Uh, This crazy? Inappropriate things off the porch at Christmas. Yep. Anyway. (laughs) We all know one of those. Uh, Yeah, anyway... um, so, like I said, the states were embarrassed that secession movements were taking place within their borders. And as a response, legisl- 
uh, legislators began paying more attention to the ranchers and what they needed. And it actually ended up appeasing most of the ranchers and the idea began to fade. And then World War II started. And the idea was just almost completely forgotten. <laughs> so, but hit, this is the funnest fact of this entire Absaroka thing because, of course. What's the funnest fact? Despite the fact that they never made it to actual statehood, Absaroka did receive a quote-unquote state visit when the king of Norway just happened to visit southeastern Montana. This is why no one takes America seriously. Swickard and his people said, he came here, that was a dignitary visit. This is, you should recognize this as a state. He came to visit our state when he was just visiting southeastern Montana. They 100% tried to use that to further their cause, which... This is why the rest of the world thinks America is not serious. Oh, that, yeah, that and about a Mm. billion other reasons, but (laughs) so we're going to move on to the king of Norway was like, who the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, now we're going to move on to our final one for the day. Um, so this failed state is a bit unique. It is the failed state of Lincoln. Like Lincoln, Nebraska. Is it Lincoln, Nebraska, or is it somewhere else? It's somewhere else. Okay. It's actually, unlike most of the other ones that we've learned about, been proposed multiple times mm-hmm. in multiple areas. Oh, okay. So, I'll it's named... i put that map down. Yeah. Well, you might need it here in a minute. Okay. We're going to go through all of them. Okay. It's named, obviously, after President Abraham Lincoln. I thought that was named after Lincoln Logs which are named after President Abraham Lincoln. Shit. <laughs> yeehaw, yeehaw. Uh, that was not the one I meant to hit, but oh well. It worked. Uh, <laughs> Lincoln was a, a proposed state in the Pacific Northwest that commonly consisted of Washington State, east of the Cascade Mountains, and the Idaho Panhandle. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I just burped into the mic snuck up on me. So interestingly, the original Idaho territory consisted of Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming back before it was a state. Any of them were a state, really. Uh, And the capital was located in Lewiston, Idaho, which is in the panhandle. So when Montana, when they were admitted as a state in the 1840s, I don't remember exactly what year, the panhandle was specifically not included in the area that would become Montana because Montana lawmakers didn't want Lewiston to become the capital of Montana because they thought it was so far west and it wouldn't represent the eastern, the people eastern. They're learning. Okay. That it wouldn't represent the folks in the eastern part of Montana. Makes sense. So they, that's why Idaho has a freaking panhandle. Makes sense. Um. Because because of all this, in the 1860s, the panhandle didn't know whether it was going to be part of Montana or Idaho for a while, and residents decided to start a petition just to create their own new state of Lincoln. Lincoln. 
Um, it was proposed originally proposed by Idaho in 1865 and it gained, I think it was like 20,000 signatures, but it needed something like 36,000. And so it was, yeah, it didn't go anywhere. But in 1901, the idea reared its ugly head again, this time adding Eastern Washington state. So there, if you look at a map, you can see that the panhandle of Idaho and having now been through Southern Idaho, it's vastly different than each other. Like the panhandles in the mountains, it's very Mm -hmm. rough terrain and the Southern Idaho is very, it's got mountains, but it's very farmland. Yeah. Yeah. It's more plains. Um, And then if you look at taters, yeah. Tater people. Um, If you look at Washington, Essentially, it kind of has the Cascade Range dividing the western portion of Washington, and then you have everything east of the Cas, excuse me, the Cascades. And so, each of these areas—the eastern portion of Washington and the um, Panhandle of Idaho—kind of felt like they weren't represented by their government. They didn't have much in common with the people that lived on. South Idaho or Western Washington. So they said, hey, you people live in the mountains too. Y'all know what we're going through. Let's make our own state. And so here we go again. Buckle up. Um, let's see. Ultimately, this proposal never really went anywhere, um, but there have been rumblings as recently as the 1990s to restart the proposal for a new state being created. Now, like I mentioned earlier, Lincoln has been proposed in multiple areas. We really, really want to name a state after President Lincoln. So, when Texas won its independence from Mexico and was admitted to the U.S., there was a clause in the laws and legal documents that allowed Texas to be split into multiple states instead of one large one. Well, that didn't happen. Nope. Literally, my next sentence was, obviously, that didn't happen. (laughs) But one of the proposed states was called Lincoln, and it spanned from the Gulf of Mexico across south and southwest Texas to the Arizona border. So think if you take Texas and just kind of divide it from, yep, from the Gulf of Mexico up the Rio Grande to yeah. Arizona, about a third of Texas okay. would would have been Lincoln. It would have literally been the worst state in the Union because it's nothing but, well, I guess by the Gulf it would have been. You said right. it would have included New Mexico? No, no, it, it went to Texas's border with Arizona. Texas is bordered? But no, it's not. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. It is New Mexico. New Mexico. I'm s- <laughs> sorry. Let me pull up my map here. Uh, okay, because, yeah, it's because the four corners are uh, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico. Yeah. Hold on. I'll show you a map of it. Of what it I mean, uh, I get what you're putting down now if you say it's New Mexico. Yeah, it's New Mexico. If you say it's Arizona, we got some problems. <laughs> uh, see if I can pull up this map. Guys, go check this out. Um. As you do that, um, I uh, am looking at a map that has the capitals of all the states on it. 
I did not know the capital of Oregon was called Salem. Yeah. Did not know that. I figured Portland was the capital. You see, here's a map. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what I was. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. We're on the same page now. Yep. All right. Uh, where's my notes go? Nope. Too far. Arr. All right. Um, yeah. I'm dumb. I put Arizona. It's New Mexico. Uh, so, so that was that was one of the other proposed states of Lincoln. One, uh, two, actually, other states almost became named Lincoln before they became what they are today. Ooh, what states? You want to guess? Oh shit, no. Um, I forget where Lincoln was born, and I'm gonna get so much shit for it. It's not the state he was born in. That was the Illinois, Illinois, <laughs> Illinois, <laughs> whichever one. Okay, I'm going to say... I'll give you three guesses. Okay, um, California? Uh, Shit, okay. Uh, Washington? Uh, Got one left. Uh, Oklahoma? Uh, All right, well... Wyoming and South Dakota. Both were... They, they thought about the name Lincoln for both of those states. South Dakota should have went with Lincoln. I don't know. Maybe we'll never know. The world may never know. Anyway, <laughs> that's uh, more information on four more failed states. Like I said, some of these were not as in depth as the ones last time. Some, you know, sometimes it's just some morons gathering in a basement. <laughs> you know, sometimes history is not uh, doesn't record all the details for us. Maybe for good, good reason. Good reason. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. All right. Where's my schedule here? Oh, oh, look, it's time for this. Trivia with Tyler. Um. All right. So I got to pull this up here. Of course, my phone's taken forever forever god i want to watch that movie now all Off right tomorrow. here Maybe we go i'll do that here we go here we go the details of the manhattan project were so secret that many workers had no idea why they even did their jobs a laundry woman had a dedicated duty to quote hold up an instrument and listen for a clicking noise end quote without knowing why it was a Geiger counter testing the radiation levels of uniforms. They didn't tell her that shit? Nope. They kept that shit so compartmentalized. There was, I've, I've listened to uh, podcasts on it where they, I think there might have been three people that knew what was going on. Everybody else... Amazing. I I do have the Manhattan Project on my long list of things I would like to wonder about. Um, I'm assuming it's on your list too. So it's actually not. It's not. I would. I've never thought about it. It. I would love to do it now that you bring it up, but it's not something I had thought to put on my list. Oh shit! You so. need a. That's very interesting. Tyler yeah. Nugget. We need to move on, though, to yes, talk about Yes, we do. I was putting water in my 
Okay. Or I was about to talk, so we need to. Yeah. Woo. We don't we don't have any mail time, so. Well, yes, we do. We do? We do, from last week that we didn't read. Yeah. From your dad? Yeah. I wasn't going to read that one. It. <laughs> Just kidding. So, well, so I, I sent him a reply. I'll, I'll tell you guys. Here, we'll do this. Mail time. Uh, all right. Oh, you know what? Crap. I forgot to hit the thing to make myself big on. <laughs> I always do that with me. I always remember for you. You just don't want yourself in the limelight. I just... Oh, shit. Wrong <laughs> one. Because <laughs> uh, you guys on YouTube are just getting yeah, flash you, Yeah, dance. you guys are getting a freaking seizure show. <laughs> um, So, uh, we got a message last week, and I, I'm not going to read it because I it was from Megan's dad, and... I replied to him and told him I wasn't going to read it on here. Uh, but basically, it, just a long story short is he gave me uh, a bunch of advice on RVing and buying an RV and stuff like that. I don't, I don't imagine you guys are going to want to listen to. It's a mail time. It is a mail time, but that you know what? <laughs> I don't, I don't imagine you guys want to hear about towing and <laughs> all sorts of. Stuff like that related to RVs. <laughs> so I appreciated it, Papa, Papa Cross. I I really appreciated it. I'm definitely ready to sit down and have that conversation with you anytime you want. Um, because I need to learn a lot about RVing if Shelby and I are gonna pursue this. So thank you for the the information. I, I really appreciated it. But I'm not gonna share that with everybody for the next ten minutes. Well, Thank you. Did we not have a different one other than that? Why do I feel like there was a different one? I don't I don't think so. I'm trying to pull up Gmail. Well, guys. No, I've got it right here. Yeah, no, they've all been... Uh, oh, shit. Undo. I accidentally deleted that. What am I doing? Oh, Megan's fired. <laughs> she I, is fired. Jeez. Lord, listen. Hey, I all right. it. Nothing I'm, happened. Let's I'm, go on. I'm going to be the big screen now because Megan's fired. <laughs> um, sorry, folks on YouTube. <laughs> Final thoughts. I feel like my multitasking's been off today. So it's all right. We're both like yeah. off. So this is the first whiskey that I I don't think adding water did a whole lot to it. Like I added a drop of water to mine and I'm not getting really much difference. And I, I don't know. Oh really? You added one drop? Mm-hmm. Add some more. Add another drop or two okay. because I put two drops in mine and I noticed a big difference. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and um, add one. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to sway Megan's opinion, so I'll I'll save it till after she's. I'm trying to get Look two. at this awesome shirt I got. It somebody, has a. Somebody got me this for Christmas. It's uh, I, I thought it was a skull, but I guess it's not. It's it Santa. It is. It's Santa. I thought there was a skull behind the. Glasses, but he's smoking a cigar. It's from a cigar store called Burners around here. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. I now have officially added three drops of water total to this. Toter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spin it up total. Toter. Toter. Yeah. Toter. 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 down, 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 down. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Megan's getting down over there. Ah, uh, shaking it up. Okay, let's try it. And chuck, 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 chuck. Anything? 
it cut the burn way back. Yep. I, I for me it muted everything. It just muted the burn for me. Okay. It, to else. me, it muted the flavors. It muted everything. I I wouldn't I wouldn't put an ice cube in this or chill it or any water. Um, personally, I mean, I don't add it. It didn't make a big difference. Okay. So, so talk to me. What you think about it? Well, I am. I'm not impressed, but I'm not disappointed either. But like. I don't know. It feels, it, it tastes super generic to me. Like I don't. Okay. I don't mind drinking it. Wouldn't go out of my rate or drink it. It's like. Meh. What are you thinking? Um, yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. Um, I would call it. Slightly above average. Um, really? Yeah, just just a tick above average. All uh, right. I'll, I'll 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 go ahead and tell you. I'm giving it a six out of ten. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna give it a four four out of ten. Okay. I think it's slightly below average. This is, uh, I. It's better. I've had some. You know what? I'm going to change mine. Oh, okay. Skirt, 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 skirt. I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. And the reason okay. I'm going to give it a five is ticky tacky. But this is a fifty dollar bottle of whiskey. Uh huh. And the bottle of whiskey that. We that I got at the ABC store last night was twenty three dollars with tax, and it was better than this. Okay, that's yeah. why I'm 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 taking it a full point down because it costs what it costs, and it it's 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 middle of the road, and I can get something much cheaper that's yeah also hundred proof that's better. Okay, fair. So for for half the price, so that that I'm gonna knock it down to a five. That's fair. Um. Hopefully, uh, hopefully our next next time we do a four roses, it'll be a little better. Um, I mean, our last one—you said I I gave it a seven, you gave it a six. Yeah, maybe I just have my hopes a little too high on this. Maybe because I built it up in my head. I mean, that is possible. So, um. All right. Well, on that note. All right, guys. Uh, on that note, I guess we, oops, I just hit the thing again. I've done that a lot today. I'm sorry, everyone. Fired. Fired. I just, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Um, well, guys, I don't have anything else to add. I was going to think of something witty and quirky and nothing came to me. So we will see you next week. Have a wonderful time. Hope everyone's week is fantastic. Uh, Check out our website at whiskeyandwonder.com. Thank you to all of our supporters. We love you so much. We do. And uh, we will see you next time. Don't drink and drive. Cheers.
Toronto Noggon.